Hey, this is Ra Spoon. These are my thoughts and stories from my blog. Enjoy! Okay, us guys assumed wrong. This is a follow-up to the blog that I posted on Boundless a while ago. Boundless is the Focus on the Family Young Adults blog. I got a lot of opinions, so I figured I needed to give a response. <clears throat> so in the blog, I was telling of the pressures that some of us guys feel as we consider asking a girl out. I said that sometimes we assume that to the girl, getting coffee is never just getting coffee. We are afraid that in her mind, it means we have begun the very serious process of dating towards marriage. And that's a lot of pressure. Since then, several of my guy friends have messaged me and, um, or they leaned close in after church to whisper something like, I'm glad you said it because I was thinking the exact same thing. And although there were some girls that agreed or commiserated with me, most of the 175 plus comments, mostly from girls, were frustrated that I had assumed what I had. And I think they have reason. I realize now that I wrote it from a frustrated place myself. And it was these frustrations, the ones that some of us guys feel, that I wanted girls to understand. But their responses were also good because lots of ladies suggested that it was my assumptions that were unnecessarily causing my stress. They said that coffee really can just be coffee, and I was overthinking things. This is not unusual for me. But there were other girls who said that what I said was true that they did start seriously evaluating the person as a potential marriage partner on the first date. And while I pondered this, I realized something incredibly ironic, that the reason I probably assumed this for all Christian women was because I tend to assume them for marriage on the first date. Sorry, I need to work on that. And then the pressure that I assumed was coming from both sides was completely psyching me out. So now that we've cleared that up a little bit, that brings us to a new challenge. How do I know where the woman is on the commitment spectrum? Is she the type who thinks now we're dating towards marriage or just friends with potential? So as part of making this a productive conversation, here is the first of my three solutions. Yes, the guy part of me likes solutions. Okay, here we go. One. Maybe if we don't already know where the other person stands, we should both humbly and vulnerably communicate our expectations. Um, confession, I've tried to do this before and it, I did it really poorly and the girl got a bit defensive, but then we talked about it and in the end we were both better for it. So it's a challenge, it's not super easy. But this brings me to my next solution. I call it make mistakes well. Even if dating is scary, if we never do it, we'll never learn and we'll never find out our we'll never find our permanent mate. So this is the second solution. Be willing to take the risk, jump in and try, understand we're both going to make mistakes and still forgive. Um, shout out to the commenters Virginia, Gladys, and Adina for um, this great idea. Really good. We must accept that we are going to be disappointed and cause disappointments if we attempt relationships at all. One of my favorite quotes from one of my, actually my favorite author is this, see if you recognize it. To love it all is to be vulnerable. Love anything and your heart will be wrung and possibly broken. If you want to make sure of keeping it intact, you must give it to no one, not even an animal. Wrap it carefully round with hobbies and little luxuries. Avoid all entanglements. 
lock it up safe in the casket or coffin of your selfishness. But in that casket, safe, dark, motionless, airless, it will change. It will not be broken. It will become unbreakable, impenetrable, irredeemable. To love is to be vulnerable. All right, so you, most of you, or many of you probably know that was C.S. Lewis. He wrote that in The Four Loves. So, when we do attempt to love and we do hurt each other, we have an opportunity to engage in the example of the power of the cross. Um, it's not okay just to keep being mean, but when we, when we like regretfully mess up, we get to exhibit Jesus' model of grace to each other. And assuming both people understand this takes a lot of pressure off. Ladies, I'm sorry for my assumptions and my pressures. This is my effort to take the risk right again and try to do better. The last part. The last solution occurred to me after a reading frustration from both sides. Men and women both said that sometimes, even when they were doing everything right, they couldn't seem to find someone worth dating. So why is it so hard? I think for some of us, being contentedly single is great. But if we do want to find someone, maybe part of it starts with something I've sensed in myself. Not too long ago, I was sharing my woes about my dating life with a friend, and he asked me, what value are you bringing to the relationships? I opened my mouth because I was like, sure, there were multiple things, but I couldn't think of anything, really. I had not been working hard to be as attractive to women as I expected them to be trying to be for me. I know, incredibly egotistical. Again, ladies, I'm sorry. So here is my third solution. We should hold ourselves to the same standard to which we hold the opposite sex. Kudos to Caitlin for her suggestion on this. And as we, as we try to work on ourselves and we see our own flaws, maybe we will gain more realistic eyes to really recognize how amazing our future spouse is when we do find them. And to me, right now at least, this seems a much better way for me to approach dating. Maybe the next time I'm interested in someone, I'll stumble through saying something like this. Try this out for some Let's see how this sounds. I know we're both human, but I think you're pretty great. I don't want this to sound too serious or anything, but would you like to get coffee with me? Thanks, you guys. 